Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Barron. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. Um, yeah, really good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not convincing. Oh no, saying. no, no, no! I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. I, okay. you know, I have a lot of lot of things going on, but we all do. We, we all, all do. do. So right. no, I'm great. So speaking of a lot of things going on here yeah. at the games, we have really all kinds of people who really do live the active life, mm -hmm. just like the show says. They shatter barriers and boundaries. They do all these amazing things. Mm -hmm. Well, there were these physicians or a physician, Dr. Stephen Bowers and his wife, Elizabeth Bowers. They saw all these amazing people, mm -hmm. not just our athletes, but actively aging people, people like our athletes who, you know, just were doing amazing things. So they tracked these people down. So they talked to like, for example, a 70 year old cheerleader, you know, oh. and a 80 year old skydiver and, you know, the, the sprinters that are in their nineties that are breaking world records. Mm -hmm. So these, these active aging, fit, healthy people, and they asked them, what is it that you eat? What do you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, <laughs> as well as snacks? Healthiest, healthiest people in the world, right, Lil? Mm -hmm. And uh, then they wrote a book about it. It's called oh. The Secrets of the World's Healthiest People. Oh. And they came up with about 28 different foods that just kept reoccurring on this on these people's list, the things that they ate regularly, right? Mm -hmm. And so today, we're not going to go over 28. Oh, that good. would take too long. We're not going to touch on all of them. Because <laughs> I'm sure Cheetos are It's not out. on there. No <laughs> Cheetos on the list, uh, unfortunately. Yes, darn it. <laughs> no, today, today, I do want to talk about a few of them okay. that I thought would at least be interesting and maybe confirm some of the things that we're already doing i hope i was gonna some say the are they surprising <laughs> um not really yeah maybe maybe a couple of them that okay. might be like oh i hadn't thought of that but okay. you won't be like oh that's weird it's just like <laughs> anyway let's jump into them. Okay. number one won't be surprising it's almonds oh yeah so we know that almonds are good for us they're very rich in healthy fats fiber and protein and really you can use them for more than snacking although snacking is a, a great way to consume almonds um, you can use slivered almonds as a topping for your oatmeal or your yogurt. You can put them in your muffins. You can even use almond flour in place of regular flour yeah. in pancakes. Yeah. So lots of applications for almonds. On I like salad. almonds on your salad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I really like almonds. I will say, though, that 100% of the time when I eat almonds, every time I get a crumb stuck in my throat. <laughs> 100% of the time. And I, I tell myself, this is going to be the time when I chew them all thoroughly. But no, I get an almond stuck, but I still eat them. I, I really do like almonds. So that's an easy one. Mm -hmm. The next one you're going to love. Okay. It's not my favorite. Oh, avocados. avocados. <laughs> you saw that one coming. I did, right? I did. So here's the thing. You know that avocados are not my favorite right. food, but they're, they're, real, they're really good for you. They, they really are. are. It's got potassium. It's got more potassium, actually, than bananas, mm -hmm. which are kind of famous for potassium. Right. Avocados are also rich in heart-healthy monounsaturated fats. They're uh, full of hunger-suppressing fiber, so they got a, a lot of great things going on for them. A lot of people like avocado toast. Mm -hmm. Do you eat avocado toast? Is that how you eat I it? I do not. Okay, so that's not your thing. Guacamole. <laughs> yeah, guacamole. Yeah, I, I knew you'd like that. Um, my son the other day confessed to me that he had started eating avocado toast. Ooh, and that was fine. Like, I yeah. didn't disown him or anything. I was just like, eh, that's surprised. not my thing. That's not my thing. But if you like it, that's fine. But another place that you could put avocados that a lot of people don't think of is in a smoothie. 
Oh, yeah. I've done yeah. That. So, in fact, uh, I spent a couple of years in Brazil, mm-hmm. and that's the only way that they eat avocados there. Oh, really? They don't do guacamole. They don't put salt on their avocados. Oh. It's a sweet fruit to them. Really? So, they mix it up in their in their smoothies, and oh. that's the way that they do it. But avocados are great. They're good yeah. for you. And this mm-hmm. is a, a food that occurs on the things that the healthiest people yeah. are eating. Uh, the next one won't surprise you. It's beans. Oh, yeah. So we know that beans and legumes are good yep. for us. They're packed with fiber, mm-hmm. but they do more than just to help you keep regular, although they do that <laughs> as well. Yes. Um, they also help regulate your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. They can increase, excuse me, improve your cholesterol and bolster overall gut health. <laughs> and we hear so much about how important our gut health oh, is. Yeah. So, uh, you know, beans are, are a great thing to add to your diet. You can add them to chili, obviously. You can mash them up and use them in a dip. You can use them to replace some of the ground beef in your tacos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> a little bit of a stretch for me, but <laughs> no, just kidding. We, we love beans. But there are lots of dishes where you can kind of sneak them into, yeah. and you know, you don't even really notice that they're right. there necessarily. This one is not your favorite, mm-hmm. but I like it. It's broccoli. Yeah, you knew that one was coming, right? I did. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I'm just going to say that broccoli (laughs) is loaded with antioxidants. It really is a powerhouse food. It's good for you. Now, because I added broccoli to your list, I'm going to throw you a bone and that is dark chocolate. Oh, okay. Again, we're hearing a lot more about dark chocolate and how it's good for us. Um, The world's one of the world's healthiest people in this book. Her name was Asha Matal at 65. She says, I try to avoid all the sweets except for one. And that is Chocolate. She really likes chocolate. It turns out that it can be good for your heart as well as for your waist. The dark chocolate is better for you. Uh, but there's some be- health benefits. I have to there. work up to that, though. <laughs> work up to that. Yeah, I mean, if I had if I had two chocolate chips, one was a dark chocolate chip and one was a milk chocolate chip, I'd probably lean towards the milk as well. But uh, there are some real good, significant benefits from yeah. uh, from dark chocolate. Yeah. So worth looking into. Mm-hmm. And then here's the last one that I'm going to share today. And uh, it is game meat. Oh. Yeah. So I, this is what I thought would maybe catch yeah. you just a little bit. So one of the world's healthiest people, Mary Etter, she lives almost completely off the land. She says she never buys meat from the store. Instead, she raises her own chickens and then she hunts Ooh. for deer, which is her primary yeah. source of protein. Uh, sometimes she will also consume pork from the wild pigs that roam on her ranch. Um I'm seeing a lot more of this pop up in the grocery stores now. Yeah. It's not all over the place and maybe you have to kind of search for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the son I was referring to who, you yeah. know, has started eating the avocado coast, he, totes, toast, excuse me. He loves um, bison yeah. and elk and he'll go out of his way to make sure that he gets some of that included in his weekly really? uh, consumption as well. So keep your eye out for that. Um, you know, low in fat. There's lots of good things going on. Yeah. It's a, there's a different taste. Maybe yeah. it's even an acquired taste, but yeah. game meat is one of the things that the healthiest people wow. in the world kind of are eating right now. Yeah. So something to think about. Yeah. Today's guest, yes. Lil, I'm excited to uh, introduce Maida Jones. Maida holds a Bachelor of Science degree in exercise science and is a certified personal trainer through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. She is the mother of two teenagers and loves to stay active. She's currently working on a corrective exercise specialist certification. She loves to hike and to bike and to swim and sometimes put all three of them together in <laughs> oh. uh, triathlon competitions yes. as well. Welcome, Maida. Yes. How are you? <laughs> really good. We're excited to visit with you just a little bit and kind of learn from some of your expertise. So before we jump into the 
topic that we've uh, set aside to talk about today. Anything on that list that rings true to you? Are those are those things that you know that as you work with your clients and with their diets that are are good? Or what would you add to it? Oh, absolutely, avocado. I'm a huge proponent of avocado. See, Kyle, I, <laughs> I use it. I try to eat it daily. Um, I, I was a little worried moving here because so I moved from here from Hawaii. So some of the fruits and veggies that you find there, you don't find here as much, right? And right. It's slightly different freezer quality because of the climate and the soil, obviously. But um, I, avocados, I'm an avocado-holic. <laughs> with putting it into your smoothies and things like that. Yeah. It's great. It's it's I think it's something everyone should have in their diet daily. Oh daily. Okay. Well there I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to work up to that as well. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, for me, honestly, it's the texture. Yeah. And it just. Well, maybe if you put it in your smoothie. Yeah. You I, I, yeah. For, there's no question about that. If I were to put it in a smoothie, yeah. I know I wouldn't be like, oh, this, this smoothie is not for me. I know. <laughs> I know I wouldn't feel that way. Yeah. But if I have to see it <laughs> and then consume it after I've seen it, um, I struggle a little bit with that. All right. Okay. <laughs> What I about just struggle bananas? a little. I, it's, it's, it's this, the bananas are the same concept, but I've I've built my way up to be able to eat bananas now. But for years and years, I couldn't. Oh, really? But yeah, really. Uh, it's it's okay. a, a little bit of a struggle for me too. Anyway, beyond that, yeah, we're not, we're not going to spend this whole show talking about how I can't eat avocados. <laughs> Although, what a fascinating topic, really. right? <laughs> Maida, we we actually do want to talk about something really important with you, and that is hydration. Yes. Now you say that water is the underrated nutrient. Yes. I don't, I don't think that most people think of water as a nutrient, but why why is it a nutrient and why is it underrated? That, you are so correct. So I think we have a bit of a, a mind shift issue when it comes to water. Um, I guess if we call it that, most of, most people don't think of water as a nutrient. Right. And because of that, we fail to learn more about what it does for us and how critical it is for our bodies and our systems and our daily functions. Um, when we switch up the word, it's just water, just to hydrate and, and think of it as a nutrient, it, it kind of rings a different bell and a different connotation it becomes a whole new meaning. So yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, thinking, think, if you think about it this way, uh, next to oxygen, water is the most critical element that mm. any human life can have. You cannot live without it, period. So right. lacking just a little bit of it every day will absolutely have some sort of effect on how you feel, your cognitive functions, your physical functions, um, you know, mildly to severely, obviously, if you're severely dehydrated. But um, let's do that mind shift. I like that when you get the opportunity to talk about that. I really like that too. I, you know, I, I don't, I hadn't considered, I didn't think of it as a nutrient in yeah. my mind and nutrient is something else, but the way that you describe it, it makes perfect sense. And next to oxygen, it's, it is the most important yeah. thing. We know that, you know, the majority of our body is made up of water. And uh, so, yeah, if you, if you, if you think of it beyond just a way to quench your thirst, but think of it as a vital nutrient, it does kind of shift your thinking yeah. a little bit and maybe make it a little easier for some people to, to grab a glass of water. People yeah. who maybe normally don't consider doing that very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, so it is a vital nutrient. I, I like that. Um, you you alluded to a few of the things, but what is it that is that water does? Why is it so important to us? We know it makes up a lot of our cells, but like, why do we need to have it? Well, primarily, it's that it, it's sort of a medium for all sorts of metabolic functions and processes to occur in our body. Without it, it's not going to happen. Obviously, plasma in our blood is primarily made up of water, quite, you know, something about 70 to 80 percent. Um, so for all of these uh, hormones to move and, and uh, electric, or I should say neurons and neural signals to happen, uh, joint function, you know, your joints are synovial in nature, right? So that, that entails fluids, again, all made up of water. So when we are lacking some of this or not getting enough, um, certain things happen. There's uh, even uh, research out there right now uh, that where they found that your brain, certain parts of your brain actually shrink a little bit when you're dehydrated. Really? Um, so thereby affecting your cognitive processes and your functions. You'll feel a little more, uh, less quick to respond, right? Uh, uh, less quick to execute, your thinking gets a little skewed and blurry, you're foggy, things like that. Um, if you start from the top up, thinking about that that nutrient from the top up and what, yeah. what it does to every single section of our body, uh, then you realize, holy cow, I, sh- I got to get better at this. <laughs> You know. I love that as Lil just I, takes I a know. swig of water. <laughs> I know. I thought, oh, <laughs> you know, I I did not. This is new research to me. I wasn't aware yeah. of that. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, if you if you think about your brain, is a lot of it is made of water and mm-hmm. the neurons firing, like you said. But the idea that being dehydrated actually shrinks uh, some, you know, some of the functionality and the functions of your brain as well as the actual size. That's kind of disturbing, yes, right? It is. Makes you want to drink water. Yeah, that's why I took some. <laughs> now, we also know you, you mentioned brain health and uh, a lot of other bodily functions. We mentioned in our introduction the importance of gut health. We just kind of touched on that for a second. Water is very connected to our gut health, right? It is um, critically, in fact. So, um, some of the current studies um, have also um, come out and said that there's a, a lot of linkage between a particular hormone, which is uh, arginine vasopressin, um, which is sort of an antidiuretic hormone. And so that hormone is used to balance many other metabolic functions. Um, so it, when we are not enough of it or too much of it, it messes up with with how we regulate some of the things. And all of that is how part of it in the gut. It also affects your gut barrier, right? Fighting some of the bacteria um, that sometimes end up in our system or developing in our system because of what we ingest. Um, not having enough water or being properly balanced, hydrated, uh, will affect uh, the output of that particular hormone. Um, and that will affect your gut barrier function and the defense mechanisms that your body has. Um, some people might may or may not know your gut is technically like a second brain. Um, yeah. These people call your gut, gut is huge. And so that biome in there and that whole system, if we're not taking care of it properly, if it's not functioning properly, it will affect everything else. And the big driver is that is, is water as well. For things mm. to function properly. So. Interesting. You know, there there are 
within this whole wellness sphere, there are a lot of, um, I don't know if you would call them old wives tales or, or whatever, you know, conventional wisdom that may or may not be accurate or not. But I know that one of the things that my mom always told me when you had a cold was to just drink a lot of water and flush it out of the system. Is that what's happening? Is that, you know, strengthening that immune system? Is it what's happening when, when yeah, you essentially help flush out toxins, right? Um, as your body and your cells are able to absorb more, more of the water, your white blood cells are able to fight off some of hmm. whatever infections you have. Um, and it helps flush some of those uh, toxins out of your body as well. Um, so your mom was dead on right. <laughs> <laughs> I have found that that is almost always the case. Yes. <laughs> almost always the case. So that's, that's great news. Um, so, okay. So we're establishing the fact here that water is a vital nutrient. It's important to our brains. It's important to our gut health. It's important to the metabolic processes that happen throughout our lives. How much of it do we need? What's the right amount of water to drink? So there's a general recommendation, uh, you know, by CDC, USDA, you know, all of the major, uh, all of the major entities out there. Um, how you would calculate that is you take about two thirds or 67% of your body weight in pounds and you, you multiply that by the body weight in pounds. So what that number comes out to be is like a, a general number that you would try to aim for the day. Okay, so I'm sorry, you multiply your, your body weight in pounds by what? By two thirds or okay. 67% okay. roughly. Okay. So for example, if you weighed about 120 pounds and you were to multiply that by 67%, it would come out to about 80.4 ounces. We can round it up to one or down to 80, uh, roughly in that in that area. So it sounds like a lot for some people. I was going to say that's probably more than I'm getting. And I, and I, I try to make an effort to drink, mm -hmm. but I'm probably not drinking enough. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So here's the other kicker is that that's kind of a general standard for like an average individual. If you're a highly active individual and you're exercising, um, it doesn't account for that deficit, right? So then we've got to add in a little bit more. So about 30 minutes or so, you're adding six to 12 ounces of water in addition to the baseline number based on your weight. Wow. Um, so, so yeah, I'm definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my next question. Um, how, what tips do you have to help us actually achieve that goal and to get enough water? Cause just, living your life and stopping at a water fountain once in a while is obviously not going to get you that amount of water. Correct. Um, so one of my favorites and one that I practice wholeheartedly is keep a water bottle by your nightstand and have a little water before bed. And when you wake up in the morning, before you do whatever it is you're going to do, have that water right away. You know, have a few sips of it, hopefully six to eight, in, eight, to eight, six to eight ounces. For some people, it's like, oh, that's a lot. I can't do much. But if you're just kind of sipping through it, you know, you'll get through it. Um, but just getting in the habit of hydrating pretty much right after you wake up. Um, before you have your breakfast, it'll help aid with some of the absorption of your breakfast and nutrients. 
for those of us that like big breakfast like I do, um, <laughs> that's like my favorite meal of the day. <laughs> I can skip anything, but not my breakfast. So it helps you um, prevent from overeating and having a bit too much because it's absorbing nutrients better. So you'll feel satiated a little quicker. Same goes pretty much for any meal, but it's a good way to just start your day. You know that you started off hydrating, you kind of have that, you know, within that first hour of your day and, and it helps kind of keep that flow going, you know, as you go throughout the day. So yeah, start it off right. Mm-hmm. I like that. And and again, you said create a habit. Um, but if you just have it available and accessible, and the first thing you do when you wake up is begin that hydration process. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that kind of kickstarts your behavior throughout the rest yeah. of the day. Because yeah. if you just drink six or eight ounces in the morning and then don't drink anything else the rest of the day, that's also not going to get you to that number. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. Obviously not. So. Um, other tips that I do, I carry a water bottle everywhere I go. Um, I literally have one in my bag that I take everywhere. I keep another one in my car in case you know, backup. Um, and good if you have a, a you know desk at the office to have one there as well. Because um, then that visual, just that visual reminder, sometimes just adjusting your surroundings so that the good habits that you want to acquire are more easily accessible um, is it helps. It's a good cue to start building that habit to, to keep hydrating. Yeah, also, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have found for myself that I, I have a, a pretty big water jug. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I keep it on my desk, I, I definitely find that I make my way through it. The hard part for me is like on the weekends when I don't have that you know, just sitting there looking at me all day long. <laughs> that, that's when I probably am, am definitely, um, you know, get, not getting enough, not getting enough. Struggling. I think what I find, what I find with some of my clients that struggle with that is when they start with that small, tiny habit of doing it in the morning, right? And then slowly stacking on another habit as, as, as they've mastered that, which would be keeping your water bottle at different areas that you can visually see and have, quick visual reminder of that um eventually your body gets used to having that water so when when you have downtime on the weekend you had it well over the week and then now your body's going to remind you Mm -hmm. like you're going to feel it and be like oh i i I need water you know you're going to have that cue quite quickly so so great tips and uh, and i definitely like the you know something visually reminding you all day long we've got I don't know, about a minute left or so. Um, what, what about people who just really say, I just don't like water. I just don't like it. Yeah. What, what, would you, what advice would you have for them? Mm-hmm. So um, great ways to spruce up your water. And I love to do this myself. You can slice up lemon or an herb or some type of fruit berry and just dump it in your water bottle and let that you know sit in the water. It, it'll give it more of a refreshing flavor. It'll taste less watery, right? Yeah. Um, it'll it'll have a little pep and zing to it, and it'll just be uh, you know a, lot, a little more fun to drink for those that you know don't like just that plain yeah water taste, whatever whatever that the, the tasteless taste of water. <laughs> yeah, even adding a little seltzer to it works too, um, or ginger, anything like that. I love it. I love it. 
Good stuff, Maida. Thank you so much for for sharing that. Yes. And you've definitely opened my yeah. eyes a little bit. <laughs> I felt like I was doing pretty good. Now I see I, I've got a little bit of room for improvement, <laughs> but that's okay. It's good to have goals. Th- thank you so much. Yes, we appreciate your time, you. your expertise, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back sometime. Thank you. I'd love to. Awesome. So, Lil, are no, you getting enough water? No. <laughs> I'm not no. either. I, after hearing that, I know that I'm not. I'm maybe closer than I had been because I've really tried to make an effort to drink, but I'm not getting enough. I need to. I need. To I go more. through spurts, yeah. and sometimes I drink a lot, and sometimes not so much. Yeah. Yeah. There's a water bottle on my desk. I know. I know. <laughs> well, some definitely some things to think yeah. about. A couple of other things to think about. A big reminder. Registration yes. for individual athletes opens on March 1st. That's just, well, it's really, it's just a few days away. It is. It is. Some of our sports tend to fill up very quickly. So yes. don't miss out. Put the date on your calendar, March 1st, set an alarm, whatever you need to do, whatever you need to do, <laughs> whatever you need to do, get it done. Team registration is already open right now. We have, we have almost 600 teams, 580 plus teams registered already. So a lot of good stuff going on there. You can get all the registration information that you need at seniorgames.net. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Of course, we take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere where your podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can do that on your iPhone very easily. Just scroll down to the bottom on your Apple podcast app and shoot us some stars. And then of course you can find this in previous shows right on our website. Once again, that site is seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought. Okay. It comes from American writer, Napoleon Hill. And he says, if you can't do great things, do small things in a great way. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active.